0: This is the Coach's Wife Life podcast. I'm Kristen Ergel, your host, a former TV sports reporter and fellow college football coach's wife. I'll go one-on-one with the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. It's my honor to bring Christina Jones on the podcast. Christina is the wife of Anthony Jones, their running backs coach at TCU. And you're joining us from the national championship game the day before as the Hornet Bar taking on the defending national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. Tell me, where are you right now? We are in sunny Los Angeles,
1: California. I mean, the view is insane. The energy is great.
0: It's just all so surreal. I bet you're just pinching yourself right now.
1: I really am, Kristen. I mean, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that we would be here, I'd be like, no, we wouldn't. But here we are.
0: (laughs) Here you are, and it's the day before. It's like the eve, you know. i would just build up to that. Now, yes. describe for us this season. You just said, I mean, if you had told me early on, you'd be sitting in California right now. You, we would, you know, you wouldn't have believed us. So, right. at what point? I mean, how many nail biters were there? I was trying to keep up and count up fourth quarter comebacks. You know, as <laughs> a coach's wife, you're living yeah. on the edge of your seat. Just describe the season for us. We are definitely
1: living on the edge of our seats. There have been uh, so many nail biters. I mean, we have a running joke between the wives that we call them the cardiac frogs. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, so there have been plenty of nail biters, but I mean, our guys are hungry. They, they really want it. They're so talented and they always seem to get the job done. The coaches have been so incredible. I mean, just coaching the guys up and developing them. It's been an awesome season.
0: Incredible. So TCU is making the first appearance in the college football playoff. It's the first team in the state of Texas to make the CFP. The first Big 12 conference member to win a CFP game. And then with 51 points last week, set a program record for a bowl game. You've been setting records, breaking records all season along. Uh, Talk me through the schedule. So you got there a couple of days ago. What day did you fly How many days before the game? So the game is on Monday, which is January ninth, yes. right?
1: Right, January the ninth. So all my days are jumbled up. Today is Sunday, right? Okay, right. we we flew in on Friday the sixth. Um, we left Texas around uh, one o'clock, I believe, and we got to LA around three o'clock. We went to visit the stadium, which was so cool. The guys took a team picture. We were able to walk the field, kind of see the locker room. Um, I mean, it was just so uh, it's just a blessing, honestly, Kristen, Um, you know, just to be there. And everyone is just so excited. You know, looking around, you can see, like, the horned frog painted on the field. It says, TCU versus Georgia. It's like, pinch me. Is this real? I think I put on Instagram a story. I'm like, is this real
0: life? but I am stalking you like crazy on Instagram. Every time you, I'm like, "Oh, it's her! I want to see where she's at right now. What are they doing?" So, what's it like as a coach's wife? There's some events. What do What do they do for the families? What's the swag like? Did you get any ball caps? We did. So
1: um the guys they got a really nice pullover. It has the the championship logo on it. Um, the playoff logo. Um, They've gotten so much stuff. They got a really nice watch. Um, It says National Championship. We pretty much have a gift in our room every night. They've gotten like stuff for practice, towels, sunscreen, because you know, we're in sunny LA. You can't go anywhere without sunscreen. Um, We have a hospitality room that is next level. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they have all types of events for us in there. They have like little games where you guess the event and you can win a prize. Um, I mean, everything is awesome. The children have their own hospitality room. They play games. Yesterday, they built a Lego head. I have to show you my daughter's creation. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they built a Lego head. Um, they made ice cream sundaes. I mean, everything is what you would think it would
0: be yeah. <laughs> top level part of multiple bowl games before with memphis before even getting to tcu so obviously right you're, you're a veteran here so the experience <laughs> is top notch it's definitely top notch um with
1: memphis we were able to go to the cotton bowl which blew my mind you know yeah, I hear that's less, a nice one. it is Yeah, it's really nice. So that was good. You know, we were excited to go to the Cotton Bowl. And then last week we were at the Fiesta Bowl with TCU. And I mean, mind blown times too. I'm like, this is so awesome. Now we're at the championship game, and I'm like, okay, this is the best of the best.
0: <laughs> i so proud of you both. Now, we were on the same staff last year for the Memphis Tigers, and let's talk about your husband's path to where he is today as the running backs coach okay. for TCU. Uh, okay. He's a huge part of this explosive offense that we see week in and week out. Made his mark for the Memphis Tigers with four running backs being drafted in a three-year period. He was selected for the AFCA 35 Under 35 Leadership Institute as well as the 2022 NCAA and NFL Coaches Academy. But from your perspective,
1: Christina, what makes him special? Honestly, what makes Anthony special is the fact most people know his silly side. Like they're always like, your husband's so funny. You know, he can crack a joke and just light up a whole room. You know, everybody's laughing. But the side of Anthony that I know is I know the God fearing Anthony. Most people don't know that he's a preacher's kid. His dad is a pastor in Memphis. Anthony grew up in church, and I did too. But Anthony can quote any Bible scripture in the Bible. He listens to four to five sermons a day. And I'm not exaggerating. You can just walk in his office and he'll have a preacher, like, preaching. on Like, you know, he's streaming it from YouTube in his office. I mean, he starts his day with devotional and reading the Bible and praying. Most people don't know that about him, but he's really rooted in God's word. And ultimately, I think that that's the basis of his success.
0: Wow. That gives me chills. That's incredible. I love that. Um, just the the boldness and the the faithfulness right. uh, to each Savior and to make it a part. There's one thing to just Know about it, or it's been a part of your past, but to make it a discipline, a part of your life, and he's reaping right. a lot of rewards—that's incredible. Uh, okay, so I do know some of these answers because we were on the same staff okay. with you, but our right. don't, right? So I'm going to okay, have to yes. ask like I don't know some of these questions. So, where did you grow up, and did you ever see yourself as a coach's wife?
1: Okay, so I am born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee yes <laughs> and honestly no i did not see myself as a coach's wife um anthony and i met our last year in college we went to ut chattanooga and he was a football player so you know when you're in college you're like okay let's go support the football game put on a cute outfit you know friends. <laughs> yeah. um, once i started dating him i started to get more into football but honestly um kristen like I really didn't know what was going on. I couldn't tell you like the play. You know, I couldn't tell you like what a call was or, you know, anything about a play until he was like really into high school football, like his fifth or sixth year of head coaching. That's when I was like, okay, let me learn the game. We're obviously going to be here. So I need to learn a little bit about it. Wow. So, how
0: did you meet? Can we hear that story before I find out how this progression went from high school to TCU? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, we have different stories. Um, he has his version, and I have mine. So, I'll tell you mine. We met in a <laughs> we met in a summer school class um, at UT Chattanooga. It was a business class. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about his version. So. He was a football player that had an academic advisor. He went to his academic advisor and he was like, I don't want to take this class. And she's like, "Okay, I get that, but just go to class. See if you like it and come back and let me know. So he went to class on the first day. And it's so funny because he went back to his academic advisor and he was like, I think I'm going to keep the class. And she was like, it's a girl that you like in there. (laughs) uh, Yeah, she knew. We ended up sitting by each other. He was late. Typical football player, right? (laughs) He was a little late. Our teacher had us put our desk in a circle. So nobody was sitting by me, so I put my stuff in an empty desk. So, when he came in, that was the only desk available, and he sat by me. Um, I kind of was distracted in class and I was doodling, you know, like making pictures, like drawing my names in the big bubble letters that we used to do. Yes. And he was like, Will you buy me a picture? I mean, will you draw me a picture? Sorry. So, I'm like, um, Sure. So, it took me a couple of days, but I ended up researching, you know, his football jersey number. And I drew him, you know, his jersey number on a picture, and I gave it to him. He ended up asking for my number. I gave him the last seven digits, and as I was walking out, he was like, "Is this four two three, which is Chattanooga's area code, or nine zero one, Memphis area code?" And I was like, "Well, if you want to call me, figure it out." <laughs> oh, I, love that. I, I know. I was on my way to Memphis that night, and um, I was at my sister's house, and I had like four missed calls. So he figured it out, I <laughs> the
0: rest is it. history. That was so amazing. I love it. That is Okay, so do you have an artistic ability? I mean, are you a good? Not really. I mean, I I mean like I'll clearly to, stick figures if it were me, but if it, I mean. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, it was just like the big bubble letters. Like I was okay. drawing my name in a big bubble letters. Not really i
0: know okay so you started dating you get married he says i'm embarking on this coaching career he gets a job in high school at his old high school right right yep so um
1: we started dating in 2007 and i graduate he graduated december of 2007 i graduated may of 08 we ended up moving back to memphis he was working at enterprise from december until may he was working at enterprise rent a car he's like babe i really want to explore coaching you know i want to do high school coaching so he emailed every coach in the city of memphis yes and two only two coaches ended up responding back it was um telly white and um i forgot his name but he was the coach at east high school and telly was at Tresvent high school so anthony goes and you know he's doing the summer like football at Tresvent High School. And he starts at Tresvent as a teacher, but he ends up getting moved to Westwood, surplus to Westwood, which is his alma mater. So he was the assistant coach there for, I believe, two years. And he became the youngest head coach at the time um, with Memphis City Schools, um, coaching at Westwood High School. We coached there until I believe 2013, we coach. He coached there. I asked <laughs> him that all the time. I mean, it's a, a team, right? Player. We're all in. Yes. Until 2013, and we um, ended up moving to Cordova High School. He ended up changing the whole program. They went to uh, playoffs. I think it was the first time in uh, school history that they went to playoffs. Don't quote me on that. But they had really good years under Anthony. December 17, right before Memphis football went to the Liberty Bowl game, Anthony ended up interviewing with Coach Norvell, and he got the job. And his first college game was the Liberty Bowl game in <laughs>
0: 2017. Wow. Incredible. Yes. It's so yes. 18, 19, 20, and then 21. 21, uh-huh. Yeah. Right,
1: and we he got the TCU job in March. It was the first day of spring break for my girls. It was March the 14th. So he got the call March the 14th and he was on a
0: flight out that night. Wow, incredible. Yeah. Okay, so you have two beautiful daughters. Tell me all about them. One of them is obviously great at Legos, right?
1: Right, so we have Kenzie. Kenzie's in the fifth grade. Um, she's in the competitive cheer. And she's really interested in volleyball. So we're trying to figure out um, how we can do cheer and volleyball at the same time. We're working on that. Um, Kaylee is in the third grade. And Kaylee's in gymnastics as well. She does not do competitive cheer, but she really likes soccer. We're trying to find her a soccer team. She did a, a summer soccer league in Fort Worth. But we're, try- we're trying to find her you know, a soccer league
0: to be a part of. Very good. Well, right now, th- this is a tough question to answer because you're at the top point right now. Like, if you usually <laughs> talk about adversity, you're a right. you. <laughs> but if there's anything that stood out to you, uh, just, you know, not every day's perfect, right? Yeah. Every day is the whole national championship game right. a few hours away. You know, your life's not like right. this every day. Uh, but if, has there been a moment that has been a little tougher than others that, you and Anthony have had together maybe on the field off the field whatever that you've walked through some things and then who or what did you rely on to get through those moments
1: i mean i in this lifestyle i mean we have tough moments right um just for us um and i'm sure every coach's wife can relate like you your husband wanting a job and maybe being overlooked or wanting that promotion and maybe being overlooked. I think we've all gone through that. And you know, you just have to support them and just encourage them that, you know, you're in the right field, this is your calling. And you know, for us, Anthony and I, we always say that the will of God will never take you where the grace of God cannot protect you. So um, that's really been our saving moment, you know. In 2014, my father passed, so that was a really tough year for me. And you know, he's trying to juggle football, the stress of football, and um, console me at the same time. But outside of that, you know, football has been really good for us. Um, You know, I trust, I am 100% sure that this is Anthony's calling to develop young men and, you know, just prepare them for the game of life. Like, okay, we have the game of football, but are you ready for the game of life? And that's one thing that I 100% appreciate about Anthony is that he really Mm -hmm. takes the players under his wings. Like the players like love him. His running backs love him. For Christmas when we were at the Fiesta Bowl, we spent Christmas in Arizona. And one of his running backs presented him with a picture, a framed picture, That he had signed is of Anthony hugging him on the field. Wow! And uh, you know, it's moments like that, and you're like, I mean, it's awesome. Just the reach Mm -hmm. that they have, you know, um, just what they do. They really do special work. They do. They really do.
0: I mean that that makes those days worth it. You know, that's why you do it. It's the impact of young men. Now, what year is this for you being a coach's wife altogether? Okay, so coach's
1: wife, this is my 11th year, but
0: 11.
1: Anthony coached high school for 10 years. Okay. And this is my 5th year as a college coach's wife.
0: Okay. So, yes. what's one thing you're glad you made a priority in your life?
1: Um so I have a couple of answers to that, Kristen. My first answer is marriage. I mean, Marriage is our first ministry, right? And if Anthony and I were not solid as a team unit, we wouldn't be able to do any of this, you know? Um, my second answer is family. The girls have really embodied and embraced this football world. You know, any Saturday morning during football season, Kaylee's like, put on college game day. You know, they really get it. <laughs> and awesome. just including them in um, this crazy football life that we live. Um, they We always go to the stadium. We'll just, you know, the football complex will pop up and just, you know, say hi to Anthony. You know, on days that they may have long hours just so he can see the girls, you know, if he's getting home late. Um, and also just being his support system. I mean, this is a tough life to live, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. So, yeah, um, it's really funny because, I mean, I'm really girly. But I can put together anything, you know. The other day, like a screw came out of my bed. My mom was like, "Did you call somebody?" I'm like, "No, I put the bed back together myself." (laughs) Fixing the whole bed. Yes, I mean yes. I'm the handyman, you know. Just embracing those roles. Like you have all these roles. You're not just a wife and mother during football season. You're the handyman. You're the referee for your children. You know, I mean, you're the nurse. We wear so, we juggle so many hats during football season and just alleviating him of that stress so he can focus on his job, you know, and focus on winning football games and just developing young men and just being the best that he can be.
0: What are some of those ways that you felt like that maybe a contribution has been made by you, maybe on the success on the field? Do you think it's taking those things off of him or relieving some pressure? What would you say to that question? I do. I think
1: it's relieving some of that pressure and also just letting the boys know that they're our family. Like um, one of our running backs, his girlfriend is pregnant and I mean, I take her to lunch all the time. She's really my friend. You know, honestly, she comes over my house. I talk to her on the phone, phone. like just letting them know that they are truly our family. We love them. We support them and we are there 100% for them. And you know, they know that they're like Mrs. Joe. I, I like stock the um the position room, his position room before, you know, um summer practice and stuff. And when they get low, I try to restock it. Just letting them know. You know, it's the small things that count for them. Inviting mm-hmm. them over for like a home cooked meal. They came over for Thanksgiving. Because really we had a game that up? weekend. I did. I cooked all the things. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did. So we had a house full of players on Thanksgiving because they couldn't go home. We had a game that Saturday. So yeah, just What'd making sure they know. Um, I made dressing. I did not do a turkey because I have not mastered that yet. No, uh,
0: Buy the turkey.
1: <laughs> right. I made a ham. We did mac and cheese, lasagna, sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole.
0: You were cooking for so days. many things, Kristen. Cooking for days, yes. You were cooking <laughs> for days. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, you talk, everyone. You mentioned it earlier, which is what first came to my mind when someone says those two words, Anthony Jones, I think the big yeah. personality, right? And he was yeah. hilarious. I watched him at an event when we were at Memphis together. Um, yeah. I'm sure you see him being creative as well and recruiting or with it, connecting with his players. But what's one idea that you've seen him implement that's really made you proud?
1: Um, so he tries to do something, if not weekly, but bi-weekly for the players. Does that count as an idea? He'll e- either have them over or we'll go out, we'll take them out, the running backs out. And what is so amazing to me, and it's so sweet is that he not only invites the players, but he invites their girlfriends as well. And I think that's awesome because, you know, we really are a family unit. And just including them is just so awesome to me. You know, making sure that they feel they know that they're part of the family. We went to Top Golf one time, all of us. We had like four bays. We spent hours there and it was just so fun. Yeah. we it's a place in Fort Worth called Pinstripes. It's a bowling alley. We've been there. They came to my daughter's birthday party. Like,
0: yes,
1: it's really, it truly is a family unit. It really is.
0: Building that camaraderie, because everyone points to TCU who's watching it on TV, and it's so Mm -hmm. evident that they have culture, that they are so bought into a single mission. They're very passionate. But if you peel back the layers, where is this coming from? You know, why are they playing for each other more than themselves? And it's moments like this that you are investing in them. That's the difference. Right. Yes. You know, yes. that's part of it. It's incredible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, you recently moved the spring from Memphis to Fort Worth area. It was your first move mm-hmm. with kids, right? So what are the, some of those things? It was that my you first move Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're sitting there like, okay, new mm-hmm. city. I got to find schools. I have to kind of get... A babysitter every so often. What right? What, what looks yeah, for
1: to get settled. So with it being my first move, I'm not going to lie. I was very overwhelmed. You know, I'm like, okay, how do I research these things and make sure we're in the right area? You know, the girls are at a good school, but the coaches' wives were so awesome. Kate Dykes is just the best. She's just so friendly and helpful. I can call her at any time, text her anytime. any time. She really helped us um, along with the other coaches' lives. Um, we stay in Benbrook, which is about 17 minutes from campus. And outside of the coaches' lives, I've developed some relationships with some pretty awesome um, moms at the girls' school, you know, and they've helped me as well. So it's been good, like, if I have a question, I have a huge support system in Fort Worth which was my main concern because you know we're going from Memphis where both of our families are Mm. entire families are yeah to a city where we really have no family but um, before like when we first got together as wives I could tell that this was a very special group of wives and we really are we're not just you know our husbands coach together we're really friends and that's what I appreciate about it
0: and you can actually see that, too. I've had Kate on the podcast. She's, you could tell instantly she's dynamic and extremely great. To and his wife. Um, yes. You can also tell with how much you hang out together on social media. There's a deep yes. connection there. also saw yes. you dancing with Kate. Uh, yes. Was that yesterday?
1: <laughs> it was. It was. No. What's today? It was Friday night. It was Friday night at the welcome event. Yeah. She's like, let's go do this 360. Yeah. She's just awesome like that. You know, she makes us feel included. She really is. She's really good.
0: (laughs) Uh, And you obviously, how is her dance moves? It's hard to compete though in your family. Anthony's (laughs) dance moves are social media famous.
1: You know, it's so funny because I tell the wives all the time, I have never seen him dance so much. Like, I, I didn't even know he had the moves, Kristen. honestly. And he continues to shock me. And it's so funny, because they'll send me the videos from social media. And I'm like, oh, Lord, he's at it again. <laughs> but Kate's dance moves were A1. I give her a 10 out of 10.
0: 10 out of 10. All right, you heard it, heard it here first. OK, so who is your coach's <laughs> wife mentor, or? Uh maybe don't have one yet. Maybe you're about to become a mentor and all this or already are one. What would you answer the question yeah. about mentor? So as far as mentors,
1: um, I don't have a mentor per se, but I will say we've had the awesome opportunity to be under three amazing head coaches. Um Maria Norvell was awesome. Mariana Silverfield, she was great, and Kate Dykes is good. She's great too, you know. So It's just been good. Like, we've had just such great head coaches' wives that really invest in us and, you know, make us feel a part of the family. So, uh, I would say all three of them, you know, you pick and you take stuff from each head coach's wife that you've been under and you're like, oh my God, that's great. You know, let me put, let me write this down. You know, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you take things from each of them and they've all like invested in me and, They've all had great ideas, you know? So I
0: would
1: say the three of
0: them. Now you were a head coach's wife in high school. And so you've held that role before as well. I'm sure you've had some experience and then tucking some things away for future reference one day. Right, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Now. what are some of those things you enjoy doing with the coaches' wives on staff? You, I mean, it's hard to beat the 360 the National Championship game, right. but anything along the way, you guys <laughs> would get pedicures or anything fun?
1: Right. We do a lot of lunch date. We're a lunch date type of group. <laughs> so, you know, any day we'll, we'll say, hey, let's do lunch. Um, you know, we meet up pretty a lot. Um, it's been good. We have um, Kate puts on dinners for us, or we'll have like a recruiting event at you know coach dykes and kate's house and we're out there i mean we the sky's the limit Uh, there's no cap on what we do you know anything but mostly lunch dates this group is just so awesome yeah we've been shopping together it's just been Mm -hmm. a dream season that's how i'm gonna describe it a dream season with the best people
0: some of those ways you try to show his players they mean more to you than the number they wear. You do that day in and day out and you've described a lot of that already. Anything that yeah. you want to add to that, obviously, you know, dinners and and time with their, um, their girlfriends as well, which, you know, I actually hadn't heard that. There's not a lot of people that are doing that. That's very creative, yeah. great way to connect. Anything else you yeah. want to add? With the TCU players outside of
1: dinner and like hanging out with them, I think that's pretty much it. Showing them love through food
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and hanging out um, at Memphis, um, I would. It was so funny because I was known as like the babysitter. I would babysit the kids, <laughs> the players' kids. Yeah, um, I mean, it was just it's just such an honor and a privilege for the players to trust you. You know, and just for them to really feel that family dynamic and trust you with their kids. So, I mean, we've, it's the players are great. Like, I mean, I can't stress enough like, how much we really do love and appreciate them because without them, there would be no us,
0: right? That's right. That's exactly, exactly right. Okay. So, you're giving a lot to a lot of other people. You are being that full time mom. You've moved, you're getting your girls connected and established. Yeah. But then there's you and Anthony, what do you guys do to stay connected during the season?
1: Okay, so we have if they have a home game, we do a day date on the Friday or depending on when the game is, We do a date during the day. while the kids are at school, it's just him and I. So we're really competitive. <laughs> we're going somewhere where somebody gets the bragging rights for winning. Um, he beat me at top golf, but then I beat him at bowling. So we're trying to do something like that. We we do try to stay connected, and it's hard during the season. But for sure, we're doing we're doing day dates. You know, during the season, if they have a home game, and just sneaking away from the kids. Um, I've been fortunate to have a, to find a babysitter. So I'll mm-hmm. call her up and you know say, "Will you watch the kids?" Anthony and I want to go out, and they love her. So it it works out
0: been a good transition okay Mm -hmm. if you get a moment alone Mm -hmm. what do you enjoy doing for yourself
1: so i like reading and it's so funny because um kenzie's like you like to binge watch netflix (laughs) (laughs) so it's either reading or
0: binge watching netflix (laughs) both are equally important let me tell you I'm not a reader. So when somebody comes in here and goes, I read this many books a year. I'm like, oh, oh no. I know. Keep <laughs> up I know. You have to do what works for you. 50-50. You know, yeah. Little, little TV helps mom over here. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say is the most rewarding aspect about being a coach's wife?
1: The most rewarding aspect is for sure the relationships that we get to build, not only with the players, but the coaches and their wives too.
0: I agree. All right, are you ready for these rapid fire questions? I'm ready. Okay. I always ask about books, I'm not even a reader, but it it does tell people what you're into. Okay, so what's the
1: last book you've read? The last book I read is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover.
0: And it was so good. Okay. 100%. Coach surprises you, walks in the door with concert tickets. What would be printed on that ticket?
1: Okay, so if he's wanting to go to a concert, Jill Scott is printed on the tickets if i'm going to a concert beyonce there you go there
0: you go can't hear that (laughs) now yeah if you could have dinner with someone other than family current or from history who would that be
1: my girls are gonna laugh at me one just ran by But um, Whitney Houston, we saw her movie. We watched the movie that just came out about her on Christmas while we were in Arizona. And at first, when the previews first came out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, another Whitney movie!" Like I'm sure that's all of our thoughts, right? Like I wish I would just let her rest in peace, but the movie was so good. I was in there singing and dancing. Kenzie's like, "Stop!" But yeah, for sure, Whitney Houston.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, can you sing? I didn't know this. I'm, this is
1: I'm adding this question in. So no, I can. I sang, and I—I was in. No, not even a little bit. And it's so funny because in middle school, I went to a performing arts school, and the how I got in was choir. And <laughs> yeah. I sang, I sang "Happy Birthday." My mom was so mad because I was supposed to like practice a real song and like have a real song prepared. And I was kind of rebelling because I didn't want to go to the school. I didn't want to be in choir. And so I didn't have anything, and I sang happy birthday, and they let me in. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they let me in anyway, even though I can't sing. I love it. I love it. They can
0: tell your genuine heart. Or you probably don't give yourself enough credit. I'm sure you say on the great. Okay, you get it, not alone. What show are you binge watching? What's Netflix on?
1: Okay, so right now I'm watching Jenny and Georgia. There
0: you go. What's your yes. go-to meal to cook?
1: Chicken Alfredo. For sure, quick and easy.
0: What sport can you beat Coach Jones
1: in? I just, does ping pong count? Because in a hospitality room, I beat him in ping pong three times in a row. Yes, yes, yes I know. Right. Yeah, I love <laughs> and it. He's I, like, I need a do over. I'm like, no, you lost, buddy. Just lost. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. If Coach Jones weren't a football coach, what would he be?
1: He would for sure be a businessman. He had, um, in college, he was a double major, business marketing and business management. And truthfully, those little six months that he worked at Enterprise, he was killing it. So he would for sure be something in the business world. I could see him honestly being like a CEO of
0: a big company. Like he has that kind of swag. (laughs) That's it too. What's one thing non-tech you just can't live without?
1: um let's see non-tech truthfully kristen i think all my things are tech <laughs> <laughs> it's like my you know, ipad and my apple watch know. and i know phone. Um, what about coffee um, you're a coffee drinker i am not a coffee drinker if i got a starbucks i'm getting a hot chocolate or strawberry lemonade it's so funny
0: <laughs> so do you wake up with water like do you just go drink some water milk what, what i do like-
1: I I wake up and I try to drink like some warm lemon water to get the day started. But truthfully, maybe orange juice. Maybe orange juice is my non-tech thing. At the the Fiesta Bowl, the orange juice that they had was top notch. I've never had orange juice as good as the orange juice that the Fiesta Bowl had. (laughs) It was so good.
0: my favorite
1: thing you said I, the whole thing I mean, that is so random, but the orange, I I think I drank like four glasses of orange juice each morning. It was that good. It was so good.
0: <laughs> I wonder if the players felt the same. Maybe that would, we need to get some of that shipped in. Uh, I tomorrow. think they did. <laughs> and like the I think sauce. So. OK, <laughs> last question. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Mind reading. Yeah, I want to
1: read minds and see what people are thinking in that thing.
0: (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for your time. This has been a blast and best of luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. For a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coaches Wifelife.